Well, welcome to the second of attempt of an intro to the Heat Army podcast. Uh, we're here at Dunstan, uh, much like we did at the beginning of the Heaven game. Uh, well, I'll say for the Heaven show, but uh, we're doing the intro. <laughs> you can tell I'm a bit frustrated because I didn't switch this mic on for Mickey. But uh, yeah, the show is, it is a good thing. <laughs> it's fully live. Um, please interact with the show. Um, you can comment on Facebook, Twitter and YouTube and uh, we'll be able to read them all out. We're going to be putting some uh, footage here from... Dunstan, it should be a good uh, pre-season friendly. It always is here at Dunstan. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's a nice place to come in uh, July, isn't it? It is, it is yeah. When, you, when you've got the tropical weather of uh, Tyneside uh, beating down on you, it is a nice place tropical. to be. It is tropical. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, please do interact with the show. We are going to open it up with some footage here and some interviews. I have already got some. Hopefully I can use them. But that uh, didn't switch this mic on. I might have picked up on this one. If not, I'll just put a little... 10 second montage of the, the interviews that we lost in, in, in memorandum it's going to be like the Oscars but um, as I say, do enjoy the show it is fully live apart from this bit um, we're going to put a montage of some fan interviews and we will see you momentarily Hello there and welcome to the Heed Army podcast. Can you close that door? 
close that door. Right, <laughs> we thought I'd just come in there. Uh, welcome to the Heat on Me podcast. That was a montage of the game yesterday with some highlights in the goals. And um, yeah, it was a fantastic game. Um, lots of people there. We've got a few interviews and um, say, Mickey, I didn't turn on the mic for some of them, but thankfully we've got the sound. Um, otherwise it could have been... Technology to rebuild it. <sighs> no, we're just plain lucky. Plain lucky. That's all we were. Um, saying, uh, thank you to everyone that was passing and asked us if we were going to put the proper lead in tonight and uh, the camera wasn't going to go up tonight. Hopefully that won't happen. So big thank you to everyone that's done that. Um, we've got lots of messages coming in. Um, but as you can see along the bottom of the screen, we'll be talking about um, the Dunstan game, the Billingham game, uh, the uh, what was ultimately the last match in charge for Mickey Gray of the Gator Ladies against Berkeley Town on Sunday. Yeah. And of course, you'll be able to see on the bottom as well, and you may have seen on social media that Blackburn Rovers have cancelled um, the friendly against us on Saturday, which is a bit of a gutter to say the least. But uh, Mickey, uh, enjoy yesterday. I did. Certainly did. It was a good game, actually. Um, it was. Closer than I think a lot of people thought it was going to be. Um, but uh, I really enjoyed it. It's, uh, it's always nice going down to Dunson anyway, and it? It certainly so, is. Well, down at Dunson as well. Charles Woff, um, he managed to snap us, or mainly me, uh, and when we're in action, when we're getting an interview with Ben Clark there, look at that, thank God I sucked me gut in on that one, but what a beautiful photo. Um, so a big thank you to Charles Woff. Uh, one for the ladies with Ben Clark's behind. Oh, yeah, so well, that's that's why I think it's a bit, to be honest. But um, what, what, what we'll do is we'll, we've got loads of comments, Come, keep them coming in, and um, we'll, get, we'll get through them all. So please do look at that. But um, what it is, we'll quickly play an interview with Charles Woff and uh, say it's uh, lovely to see Charles in the flesh. Well, Charlie Woff, welcome back to the podcast. You must be buzzing that we're back on match days with fans here. It's fantastic to have fans. I can't wait to get me tackle out and pick But there's one thing I must say, Dave. Yeah. Remember to plug the lead in. Oh, I know. That, well, I did plug it in last week. It was just a uh, really bad mishap. I pulled the lead and it came out. That's why the, it went off last week. But Charles, I say we're, we're here. Glorious day this morning. It didn't look like it was going to be like this, did it? No, it's, it's, it is. It's... The summer, it's fantastic just to see the boys back on the pitch training and just get the atmosphere again, it's fantastic. Very, very lonely in the stadium on your own, but to hear fans, is fantastic. That's what it's all about. It is, and on Saturday, of course, we've got Blackburn Rovers. That should be a good uh, encounter and have, obviously, the fans are back at the stadium for the first time in a long time. Unbelievable, I cannot wait. Cheers, oh. fantastic. There we go, top. There you go, Charlie Woff, uh, looking in fantastic uh, fettle there and on great form. Um, unfortunately, of course, uh, we, we recorded that before the news broke of the Blackburn game being postponed, which, you know, you've got to surmise that it's either got to be a COVID outbreak in the under-23s, but if it is, good luck, uh, you know, get, get well soon to anyone that's involved in that. But as I say, we'll just have to wait and see, you know, what comes of that, if we can get another friendly next year. Uh, Mason Ford, but evening lads, last, um, loved last night, disappointed the game was off on Saturday due to circumstances, but hopefully a good game if they bring up the first team, as, uh, especially Honeyman. Well, I say it's, it's, uh, it would be nice, wouldn't it? But, yeah, and uh, well, we've got an interview with Mr. Lucas, but evening lads, thanks for your time and in interviewing me at Dunstan. Uh, glad to meet Mickey as well without his arms folded. Well, it's apparently he said that he, he would have liked to have said hello to Mickey earlier, but you said you looked uh, intimidating with your arms folded, wasn't it? Something like that. Something like that. Well, gentle, 
giant me, man, Mr. Luke. Gentle giant. Well, talking about a giant, well, we've named him Big Luke, and this is his interview. Well, we're joined by Luke, a uh, Gator fan, always interacts with the podcast. Um, say, it's nice to be at the game, isn't it? Yeah, very nice. Obviously, to see everyone, see all the um, people, see all the Gator f- players training and back at some good, um, probably some proper football instead of watching it on live streams. I know you've been um, doing some live streams, of course. Yeah. And um, it's just amazing. My, it was my first game back f- for like the whole, like half of a year, and it's like proper nice. Yeah, it's a nice it's little ground, but c- coming up to this, coming up against Dunstan, of course, their season was curtailed like ours, but like, um, I think I think Dunstan might be a good side to play against, but um, I know yeah, a couple of former he- couple of former players playing for them as well, and Phil Turnbull and Craig Baxter. But who, South Shields players. Yeah, who are you, well, the former Gator players? So who yeah. are you looking forward to seeing? Uh, Play for Gator that's just signed. Definitely a massive fan of um, Kedwin Scott. He's very good with the boys, starting the banging the goals for pre-season, which is nice. So hopefully we we'll get to see him. We we'll get to see him banging some goals in the in the new upcoming season. But but we just got to show these guys respect, basically, and. Um, just hopefully we can keep winning pre-seasons just to go into the new season. Yeah, spot on. Oh, that's great. Thank you very much. Thank you. Oh, cheers. There we go, Luke. And um, if anyone else would like to do an interview with us uh, when we are going to have the camera at a game, uh, please do come along. It, it makes the podcast having new faces on, new people talking, giving their thoughts and views. And that's what it's all about. And uh, while we're on, if you are new to watching us, like and subscribe just down there. That's what we want you to do. Helps us spread the word further amongst Gated fans. And uh, Mickey, last night, a couple of players caught the eye. Of course, it was a mixture of youth team players and, uh, well, it's a youth team, the fringe first team players now that have come through the youth system. But um, as I say, yeah. and, uh, well, I'm going to play this little clip here. This was um, the what we got of uh, the goal from Eddie Thomas. Good. It, I was down at Billingham on Saturday, Dave, and the lad works his socks off and he's got two goals and two pre-season games. He, he looks he looks a, uh, a bit of a rough diamond, to be fair, Dave. Um, he took that really well yesterday. Um, and he took his goal well on Saturday as well. And I mean, Billingham weren't pulling out of tackles on Saturday. I'm telling you, if, if anything, they were putting in stronger tackles than Dunson put in last night and they stood up to it, David. They really did. Well, they did. And I mean, the, the game itself was, you know, good. And we, obviously we had a few players, um, got a bit of footage here, the lads warming up um, before the game. Of course, uh, Danny Greenfield there, he, he had a decent game in midfield. And um, obviously we see the likes of Dan Ward have a full um, 90 minutes as well. Um, you know, players looking sharp and looking fit. Yeah, um, Kedwin's looking really, really strong, um, really sharp. Well, we had because uh, we're talking to his mum and dad. We will have to give him high praise. Well, <laughs> I mean, we did try to get them in the podcast, but we, we really can't tell you the answer. Like, can we really? 
not really. But she, she did look <laughs> for embarrassing them throughout the season. So you know, we'll you know we'll we'll get to that at some point. That'll be good. But no, the, the, on the whole, Story as well. Lewis Stories looks absolutely sound. Yeah, it's looking good at the back there. We've got lots and lots of messages here. Absolutely fantastic. Great viewing figures as well. Thank you, everyone, that's joined us. Um, Dave Edwards, what, quick question. What's your personal favourite home or away shirt? Well, I tell you what. Either. Well, Mickey doesn't like them, but, yeah, that's Mickey. Uh, well, I like half and half. And um, <laughs> just not, not that we get any commission or a free shirt out of it, but the shirts are available on the club shop. Uh, there we go. There's a close-up of the home shirt. Look at that. There we go. Tony Carter on the bum. Where else would you have him? And there's the away shirt and the the away shorts there. So if you want to get on to the Gator FC website, there will be a link to take you there to purchase your shirt online. And um, why not? You'd be looking very smart this summer. And, to be uh, honest, Dave, I can understand why people like them. I really do. And it's just my preference. I'd I'm. I'm not having to go at the club or anybody. I just. I don't like the shirts. It. Well, I can understand why people like them. And a lot of people do like them. Mm-hmm. So if you want to buy the shirts, don't take it off me. By all means. So That's if you good. want to buy the shirts, you buy the shirts. The Bernard's going to get the heavies around on you. Um, we've got another message here from Kian Weirs. Uh, even though I thought you were both fitting well. Yes, thank you. And also, yeah, as well, uh, apologies to Kian. Um, he did send me a message to uh, promote the young lads that had just signed for the, and I've, oh, I've deleted the photo by mistake, the, the youngsters that have um, signed, the, I'll definitely put it on next week and we'll get, maybe try and get one of them on. Uh, the, the, obviously, the people that signed up, the under-14s and under-16s, I think it was. Uh, so, you know, well done, everyone involved at the club yeah, on that fantastic. front. Absolutely fantastic. The Kian and everyone else down at the club to well, get some lads in. That's someone talking to someone else there on the chat facility there. But hello, everyone. How are you? Hello, hello Craig. Very <laughs> but, uh, We've got our resident swearer, Gorn, uh, Gordon. Uh, <laughs> David Tron, evening, lads. What a great uh, game yesterday. Looking forward to the season starting. It was. It was a, it was a nice, a nice uh, way to spend your Tuesday afternoon um, in July. It certainly was. And... Uh, We've got there. I've seen nothing Blackburn don't have any kit for this weekend. I've seen something that Blackburn don't have any kit for this weekend. Now, I'm sure they would just wear last season's if that was the case. I, I couldn't see that being the uh, the reason why the fixture has been postponed. We've it, got pretty easy of a training kit. Yeah. Um, Sam Pendleton, even lads, great start for pre-season, uh, both men's and ladies' teams. Sad to see Mickey Gray depart of Pastures New. However, looking forward to seeing who the new management appointment will be. Well, we're going to get on to that a little bit later on. Um, as I say, there's, there's an advertisement up for the, the, the post. And uh, if you read on um, Mickey's social media, obviously very sad to leave the club, but he's moved on to Pastures New. And we wish him all the best at Bolden Colliery um, because they've got quite... Uh, a lady's uh, reputation there for the team. So, Massive and um, well, we've got loads of messages still to read out, which is absolutely fantastic. <laughs> Keep them coming in. Keep the messages coming in because that's what it's all about. And we want to say the, the more messages we got, the better the show is. We want to hear all of what you want to be talking about. And, um, well, we've got a couple of interviews left to play out. 
I see a couple, one. Um, but War One do a message from our sponsors and um, then we'll play the, the next interview. Oh, I should have had that lined up better, but here we are, Big Ben Clark. Hi, Ben. Welcome back to the podcast. It's uh, lovely to chat here. Um, I say football's back. It's it's just lovely, isn't it, to be at the ground and see everyone uh, just like normal. Yeah, it is. Uh, so it's our second pre-season game. I had to come today because Billy and Baxter were playing, so I was, was going to come to come to see the lads as well. But it's a lovely night. Uh, we've always had a good relationship with Dunstan, so it should be a good game. It should be. And uh, there's a few talking that one second. Hello. But, I mean, you were there at the Heaven game, and there was a few players caught the eye. And one has signed since Connor Panny. Looks uh, looks really good. Yeah, Connor's come through the through the system. Uh, we've known about him for a while. Uh, fantastic prospect. Somebody that we've got uh, high hopes for. Uh, he's a fantastic lad. But like I said, there's a lot of other lads as well through the academy on that side. So there's three or four of them again involved today, which is which is fantastic for us. Uh, fantastic for for the manager give some options and like I said I thought we looked really good at heaven and this will be another tough test today. You must be very proud that obviously you know that the academy is still really in the infancy um, since you arrived back at the club and you know the products that are coming through to the first team is well it's quite phenomenal at the moment the numbers that we've got even clubs at a higher level would be proud to be able to put that many youth team players into their first team. Yeah I think that's that what makes our program so special because you know the proof's in the pudding I think at one stage at heaven we had no, against Billy and the Malik, we had eight people that come through the system on the pitch, which is which is what it's all about. Um, and you two lads know more than anybody that to see local lads put that shirt on, it means a lot. So, you know, when I retired, it, it was something that I'm really proud of getting players through. Uh, myself, Pater, uh, that, that's what that's our job to try and get the lads into the first team. And you know, we've, we've got a few few Elliot Forbes, uh, John Mellish, Tom White, Connor Panny. There's lots and lots, and the, the current group there's. You know, Eddie Thomas got his first goal. Yeah. Brilliant. Them look really good. Jamie Nash, Kyle Everton. So it's a fantastic, you know, and like yeah. I said, that's what makes our programme so unique. It certainly is. But I say we're talking about young players. There's old players here today. Um, Baxter and uh, Phil Turnbull are still rolling back the years playing. It must be nice to see the lads, uh, even if it's just a, a fleeting visit like this. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I'm still in a, I'm in a group chat with Glenn Two and James, which, is, which gets really lively. Yeah. <laughs> But now that you know Baxter, J uh, Phil, and James, no, no secret they're my best friends at the club, and to, for them to still be playing, it, it's fantastic. And uh, hopefully, we'll, we'll just play on them too today, and we'll be successful. We'll do. <laughs> thank you very much. Uh, cheers. Cheers, Ben. Well, that was Ben Clark, and we thank him very much. Always great value uh, to talk to him. And I just realised that it's, it's Connor Panny, not Connor Patty there. Obviously, it's a spelling mistake there from John Thornton. We've got Jack Bannum as put. Uh, good evening, you lot. Thank you very much. Good and, evening, Jack. Good evening, yeah. John. Uh, Mr. Lucas, but as you can see, I'm not very professional at this. And behind the scenes, they started uh, to become furious about his mic and started swearing that was after i started speaking to after after we finished recording because i was like oh i can't believe i didn't have the mic on but um thankfully we managed to pick it up so um really i shouldn't have said anything makes this podcast good though david we didn't take it too serious and no, I yeah thought, we made, i thought it was made, made my, cheeky sod i thought it was my good looks that made this podcast successful well, it's certainly not um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mason Ford but also that number nine for Dunstan was Scotty Fennick yeah I thought I recognised that face uh, 
as a former Blythe player, of course. Uh, and well, even in lads, I'm starting to feel better. Of course, I think Gordon missed the game through having uh, the dreaded COVID. When we're glad he's on the mend. And um, Thomas' work rate against Billingham was fantastic. He was all over the park uh, against uh, a very physical Billy team. Well, as I say, I first seen Eddie Thomas play last season when I covered one of the uh, youth games. I can't remember if it was the yeah, F- youth cup, wasn't it? Youth cup. Of course, Nelson Ogbui kind of grabbed the attention because of his speed and and pace, and uh, you know he, he was very eye catching on the night. But so was Eddie Thomas, and um, he's a, a strong. You know, I mean, he's only 18, 19, he's big, he's going to fill out more, he's got pace, he's agile, and you've seen by his finish there, he was calm, he was collected, and you can see why the likes of Mike Williamson and um, Ian Watson are prepared to give him a chance to play in these pre-season friendlies because his maturity he showed in the last two games is uh, absolutely phenomenal. It, it is, but he's not alone, Dave. Uh... What you, ben Clark um, mentioned Kyle Everton. You've got Connor Panny, you've got Eddie Thomas. Uh, and Kyle Everton has stuck out at, at fullback in the last couple of games for me. He seems really composed. I don't, I don't know how old he is, but he looks a really composed player. Panny is. Panny's raw. Well, all raw, to be fair. Mm-hmm. But they've got some good rough diamonds down there, I'm telling you. Yeah, well, um, obviously John Laverick, he's uh, sent a message here and he mentions about Eddie Thomas. Eddie Thomas, number 20, showed great desire, bright future. Congratulations to all the academy staff. Well, it's you know, it just really, really, you know, fantastic that, um, you know, that the, the academy is producing. I mean, okay, it's pre-season. You know, these lads have got a lot of maturing to do. They've got a lot of learning to do. But the the... Looking at them now, it's very exciting to have those prospects uh, in a gated shirt. Oh, it is. It's, I mean, it, it, as fans, we absolutely love the players that come through with the academy or, or through what used to be the old reserves. It's yeah. fantastic to see that. And like I say, there are rough diamonds. Well, it's fantastic seeing them. I mean, Connor Panny's only 17 and he, he looks a quality player. Connor, I mean, so did other, other lads I've mentioned. Mm-hmm. Well, as I say, Mick Scully's put, there's no better advert for the academy than players progressing to the first team setup. Certainly. Definitely. And, um, well, as I say, we, we have managed to get um, the uh, post-match interview from Mike Williamson on Gator FC TV on YouTube. Please subscribe to Gator FC uh, YouTube um, so you get these interviews uh as soon as they come out and uh match previews and all sorts in between so this is what mike williamson had to say after last night's game mike uh 2-1 win at dunstan here in in pre-season tonight first off how did you view the performance yeah really good very very pleased um obviously pre-season so it's load um and learning kind of the patterns roles and responsibilities but yeah delighted obviously it's a difficult place to come um they're a good team good players and um, I thought the first team lads did, did very well and helped the young lads. But when the young lads come on, I thought they, they deserve a lot of credit. And you mentioned it being a, a difficult place to come here. Both sides had multiple chances throughout the game. How important is it for you to not just have pre-season games where you know that they're walkovers and you're cruising through them, that you do get tested coming to places like this? Yeah, I think we've got a variety of uh, 
test over pre-season. Um, obviously, Hartlepool, Shields, um, Blackburn and Newcastle, I don't know what, what squads they're going to bring. Um, but yeah, obviously, Hebben and, and Dunstan, they're, they're difficult, difficult teams to play against. And I think you've obviously got the physicality, but then also you've got to use game management and that bit of experience because uh, some of these lads have played two, three hundred games at this level. So it's, it's brilliant for the lads to, to learn and get that, get that exposure. And Eddie Thomas and Kedwin Scott both on the score sheet, just as they they were on on Saturday. Billingham, how pleasing is it for that? That Kedwin, especially being in, in the first team, is seems to be hitting a, a bit of a run of form, even if it is only in pre-season. Yeah, well, of course. You know, obviously strikers want to score goals. Um, I think there was there's plenty of uh, opportunities to get get a few more over the course of the evening. But um, yeah, Eddie's done brilliant. He's come in. He's he works relentlessly, um, and he took his finish well. So I'm pleased for both. And in terms of the, the squad, obviously a lot of changes at half-time through the second half. Jack Hunter did come on in the in the second half and then came back off. Is there anything in terms of injury-wise with him or was it just a bit of a precaution? Yeah, no, he's, uh, I think he had a bit of an issue with his thumb. So I don't know if it's a you know, possible fracture. He's gone, gone to get the x-ray just to double-check. Hopefully it's not too serious. And you are back at home for the, the first time in pre-season on Saturday. How much are you and the rest of the lads just looking forward to, to getting back at the International Stadium and in front of fans as well? Oh yeah, obviously, you know, the fans are uh, it's huge, you know, getting back at the, the stadium. But yeah, for us, you know, the we know the surface, we know the know the pitch. Um and we're looking forward to it. Hopefully it'll be a good test, it'll be a different test, you know. Whatever squad they're bringing, they're gonna be technical, um, athletic and they're gonna you know know their patterns, so we've got to make sure we're uh, we're we're ready. Well, there you go. Uh, great interview from Jack McGregor with the gaffer, Mike Williamson, there after the game at Dunstan. And as I said just before the show, uh, before the show, before that uh, clip, do go to the GTFC YouTube channel and subscribe as you should be to this one. Ting! That's what you need to do. Right. Um, Mickey, you uh, managed to get a little bit of memorabilia signed yesterday, didn't you? And we're going to play this little clip. That's it. Talking to that one thing. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Yep, right, there you go. And go. Big thanks, Ben Clark, for signing the Kenny on Corners unofficial t shirt. Fantastic. Hour of the moon's gone on me while in the house. So I'll be giving it be. I'm not worthy every morning when I get up in the morning. <laughs> Spot on. Well, there you go. I forgot to edit that one. I forgot to edit that one. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, as I say it's nice of Ben Clark to do that there for you and uh let's see. Absolutely delighted. Yeah, absolutely buzzing. It was a pleasure to speak to him. We've got more messages coming in. Um we've got a message about who one of the trialists is, but I don't know if we're allowed to name who it is, so we'll just to play on the safe side, we'll we'll not name um who the trialist was. Uh, Mr. Lucas put the easy preseason games are over now. Uh they're playing against tough teams put under pressure, such as Hartlepool, Hull and South Shields. Yeah, there's going to be some tough games in them. Um, I say Hartlepool have lost their attacking uh, prowess up front. Both Armstrong and Oates, who helped get them into the Football League, have left. And uh, I think Ryan Donald has left as well. They're saying someone else. Uh, I can't remember where it was from. I've seen it on the... Uh, yeah. But Ryan Donaldson's also left there as well. Uh, so big changes uh, since they've got their place back in the football league. So, did you see what he said, Sorry, did you see what he said? No. 
Dave Chandler says he's going down a different route. So I wonder mm. if he's going to go on part time. Possibly, possibly. Um, don't know. But, uh, unless he's going to be taking up coaching or something. So, oh, well, does, yeah, I'd wish him all the best, but that has to remember that Wembley Gula hurts too much. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, uh, we've got a message from Andy Mason. Uh, thank you, Andy. Great to see many families, uh, family familiar faces, that should be, uh, last night. Delighted to see uh, what I've seen from Panny and Eddie Thomas uh, so far, the future is bright, uh, and obviously, Kedwin knows where the back of the net is. Uh, great signing, yeah. And um, as I say, I think you know, this I think at the minute we're not going to get to see. Well, I'd imagine the next few preseason friendlies when we're up against um, a higher league opposition, you would imagine we're going to see more of the start and lineup or what the backbone of that starting lineup was going to be because at the minute it's been a little bit mixed and matched everyone's got a bit of playing time it's about fitness and obviously trying to get the the fundamentals of what the you know the gaffer and busted want to be doing this season and you know it is looking good at the moment it is um i, I couldn't agree more with kedwin kedwin looks sharp as a razor um in fact majority of the first what you would consider the first team squad have looked really sharp. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's impressed as usual. Um, Alex Nicholson's looked solid. Elliot Forbes looked like a Rolls Royce on on um, Saturday against Billy. Yeah. Uh, um, but he did he did against Heaven as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, Lewis Stories looked good. We've only really seen forty five minutes from Mike. And the midfield hasn't been too bad neither. So, and the young lads, it's just it's all positive at the minute. It certainly is. And uh, Mr. Lucas sent us another message. Just a quick question: Are you doing a, a league table prediction? No, just as just hopefully get it as high as possible. <laughs> Although we have would... been talking about a possible T-shirt for the Heed Army podcast. Um, so, I'll be hopefully. In the next couple of weeks, we'll see. I was talking to Mickey about the ideas about this, but it'll be like a a football strip type of T-shirt to make it look like a football top. So, it'll be uh, next T-shirt. Uh, well, we'll see. Depends what Asda's got on special offer on the white card. <laughs> uh, see, no, we take you behind the curtain here. Um, so, and uh, Well, Gordon's put, are you opening up the phone lines today? How oh, are well, we not Alan Robson? Uh, we might be. Uh, <laughs> Sean McDonald. <laughs> Uh, has chose to leave Torquay and head back up north. Worth another look, if I'm honest. Um, well, I'm serious. I haven't heard anything on that front, but I have seen that. Dude. Yeah, it's uh, it's a shout. It's a shout, isn't it? You know what I mean? Northeast lad, former Gator player. But um, would he want to drop down to the National League North? Could he be on his way to Hartlepool? You don't know. Um, <laughs> you know, Hartlepool lost their their goalkeeper to Liverpool, wasn't it? Was it Liverpool? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so definitely. Well, uh, say, Mickey, you were down at the game on Saturday. We'll just have a look at the highlights here from Billingham Town. This is also from Gator FC YouTube account. Um, So remember, like and subscribe them. And this is the goals and highlights from Saturday.
Well, there you go. Mickey, you were down there, but there's nothing quite like the sound of a Northern League ground, is there? Uh... <laughs> to be fair, Billy Towner, uh, one of the more vocal ones down there, the, obviously, yeah, the drum in the background there. Uh, yeah. The obviously, they're normally singing and dancing. It's kind of bunched down there. The, the players... There's... Well, physical wasn't the word. <laughs> yeah, um, I've been corrected. Yeah, I've been corrected by um, a couple of people. It was Leicester that he went to. I think it had been rumoured Liverpool he was going to go to. So that's right. my excuse. And Charles Wofford has put, "Will the T-shirt fit, large gentleman?" Well, have you seen me and Mickey? Uh, <laughs> it's going to have to. Um, so yeah, the, the bedspread the, really that we're going to turn in with football shirt. <laughs> it is all. It's um, yeah. So it should be like all right. But uh, we're flying through the show here at the minute. It's, uh, we're halfway through. Um, so we'll open the show. We will open the phone line uh, very soon, but we do want more than just Gordon ringing up. Uh, Gordon, we'll we love you. We're, we're looking forward to your call, but we want other people to ring up as well. Have your say. Be absolutely fantastic to hear from you. Uh, let us know what you think about preseason so far, or any of the players, because frankly, it's been uh, amazing so far uh, to see how preseason has developed, and we haven't just went out and signed. The same old names that do the the routes around the clubs, you know what I mean, in the northeast and things like that. But uh, yeah, but the thing is, what we want you to do is to like and share the show, and this is what we want you to do. Hello everybody, remember to like and subscribe and share the show. There you go. That is what you have to do. And uh, we've hit 60 subscribers on YouTube. Thank you very much to everyone that's done that. Uh, say we, we That's from, uh, when did we start? I think it was around about Christmas, wasn't it? Or just before Christmas or just after. So fantastic. I think if we get up, although it used to be if you get up 100, it used to change your URL name, but I don't know if you can, but keep them coming in. And um, well, we've got here, just realised... Uh, the sub goalkeeper was wearing a training shirt. How lovely! Uh, yeah, I didn't didn't notice that. Yeah, um, yeah and uh, and of course, yeah, on about the the player that left from uh, Hartlepool was Brad Young. That went to uh, Leicester. So yeah, but as I say, what is the next friendly? That's the only thing I didn't have lined up was the friendlies. Uh, obviously, with the Blackburn game being off, I'll quickly get them up. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll get the get them up here. See, and we will uh, have them momentarily. Hello, that's the wrong link. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Professional as ever we are, David. Never fails. Let's have a look here. We're going first team. There we go. Matches, and we go down here, and it now is on Tuesday the twentieth of july and we will be playing whole under 23s so that should be a good game um you know uh, of course we've got a player that used to play for whole under 23s in uh, greg ollie so that should be a nice little game and then of course after that is hartlepool then south shields and uh, newcastle united so you know be interesting to see what teams uh newcastle united bring in hartlepool and 
Hartlepool will no doubt still be strengthening uh, throughout pre-season uh, after their promotion to the Please football league. Greg Ollie come and talk to her as well, wasn't it, yesterday? Yeah, he come over and uh, see, he said he'd make it on the podcast. Uh, he dived his head in front of the camera. He loves it, doesn't he? Uh, I think Dan Ward was trying to go out. We recorded him. <laughs> Me and Mickey are going to say that that corner that he put in in the, in the montage at the beginning. We're going to take, we're going to take the blame because we we put him off. Said don't put a bad one in for God's sake. And then like, I think we just I think we got in his head uh, and he put a bad one in. <laughs> uh, I think it was the quality Dan in. You look better with your glasses on, and yeah, and I think that, that you know we love a training montage and stuff like that. We made him giggle, so maybe we shouldn't have. So hopefully, Mike Williamson won't come and uh, give us a slap on the wrists. But uh, yeah, I would say lesson, lesson learned: don't don't interrupt the players when they're taking a corner. Um, so what about no- the Dunstan one though? Oh yeah, that was it, number eleven. Uh, apparently, yeah. he eats the lines for some sun cream because <laughs> he was frying. Because <laughs> he was, because he was ginger. Um, <laughs> hey man, he yeah. turned to put a crap corner in. Mm-hmm. And of course, that's what uh, Mason Ford was on about with uh, Honeyman, who's at uh, Hull, of course. Um, I didn't realise that earlier on. Apologies for that when he sent that message in. So yeah, I mean we're we're forty minutes in now. So I tell you what. We're going to risk it, Mickey. We're going to risk it, and we're going to open the phone lines. Uh, I think we're now who's going to ring first. But if anyone else would like to ring, you can do. So uh, we'd love to hear we'll from any of you. Sorry? Can we have a break first? Oh, just uh, Mickey needs a break. Do you need the toilet stop? Yeah. Yeah, oh, well, there we go. You see, behind the scenes, on the scenes here. Um, so what we'll do is we'll clear a quick <laughs> message from... Oh, well, there we go. We've got a call already. <laughs> You go to the toilet while I speak to this young man. So I'm going to go full screen here. So uh, one second. Uh, single there. Right. Hello. Who's that? It's Gordon. Hello, Gordon. How are you doing? Oh, better than you. A bit poorly yesterday. Yeah. Oh, was, was, it, was it the dreaded COVID? Uh, I was called COVID. I, I, I took a test the day before and um, got it got results back at four o'clock. And they'll come back. Positive. Yeah. Sorry. So uh, it, it come back positive. So I had to miss out, miss the game, unfortunately. Yeah. So you'll be isolating for a little while now, then. Uh, ten days. Yeah. Oh well, we hope you get well soon. But um, as I say, did, did you manage to get down to heaven? Oh no! I'm, I'm, I said I was going to. There was uh, was part of one of Dunstan. Mm-hmm. That was a game I was looking forward to. But uh, obviously, the whole whole of four games. I mean, the game was that is not going to happen now. I'm hoping to get the Hartlepool or the Castle there in a month. Yeah, oh, definitely. There should be good games then, shouldn't there? Be one, be one of them two games, hopefully. Oh, fantastic. And um, have you seen much of the highlights online from the games that have been? Oh, there? yeah. I've seen um, Bill in the game. I'm starting and I've seen the Dutch game from last night. Oh, fantastic. There's some good goals, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. We'll look, we'll look strong, we'll look fit. Definitely. The, the Kedwin diving header looked pretty good, didn't it? it was yeah. a sweet cross. Oh, he's on fire at the moment. Yeah, there's a sweet cross from Greg Ollie as well to put that on a plate for him. Did, did, uh, did I hear Ray what Billy said? The players are going to have their names on the back this season. Yes. You could have done last year, but it was optional. But I think most teams are taking it up this year. Yeah. So uh, um, just one of those things. And um, well, as I say, Dave, now you know how Alan Robson feels on Night Owls. 
<laughs> yeah, uh, but there we go. Mickey's back. Hello, Mickey. Go on. Are you going to talk to Gordon? Hello, Gordon. How are you doing? I hear you're not too grand at the minute, son. Yeah, I had to test before the game, yes, and I come back positive. Oh, my words. So I've got to late now for 10 days. Oh, God. God bless you, Gordon. I hope it's you haven't got a bad strain of it, mate. I hope you can get over it pretty quick. Yeah. Hopefully, 10 days, I should be feeling better. I feel a bit better now, but... A little bit, a little bit rough. Oh, good. Well, you'll be fighting fit with them uh, antibodies in you coming in the next few weeks, and uh, you'll be back at the football. And like I said, also, I was going to work there. I wanted me to get a game on Saturday because that would be the seventh day of self isolation. So I'll probably look, I'll probably go to the Hartlepool game on the end of the month against Newcastle 11. Yeah. Oh, go ahead and take as long as it takes, mate, to get yourself on your feet. Do we oh, rush it back? Just get yourself fit first. Football, football is still going on whether you're there or not. You need to look after your health, bud. Hopefully, hopefully, we were hoping to be able to do commentary because we're going to be doing it on this platform, um, all things being well. And um, it won't be a, a, um, a video stream. It'll just be like this, but with um, like a poster up and we'll be at half time. We can play a video and things like that and before the game. So that we're hoping to do that, but hopefully we can do that for the whole game for the people that are unable to attend or people living far, further afield. So um, don't worry. Hopefully uh, you'll be still be able to be involved in the, in the games in pre-season and throughout the season if you can't make it to a, to a league game. And like I say, if I can't get the Hartlepool game, I'm going to definitely try and do the Castle game. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. Like I say, look after yourself first. Other than finding you got COVID, how are you doing it otherwise? Yeah, not too bad. Yeah, good, really. Good. Uh, well, Gordon, look after yourself and hopefully we'll see you at the Newcastle game. Yeah, I mean, oh, you too, lads. Be safe. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you, Gordon. Take care, bye. Gordon. All the best, mate. Cheers. Bye. You too. Bye. There we go, Gordon on the men there. That's what we like to hear. And we've got a, another message. This one's from Mike Embleton. And he's put, Dave, what's that big blue tattoo on your arm? It's it's the... Oh, I'll see if I can move forward. It's the Who. There we go. It's a plectrum, the Who. A music on. So there we go. Um, but I'm not getting any more skin out for you. That's on that only <laughs> He's got that well railway station tattooed somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> Real. Uh, <laughs> we'll get the tats out um, on another show. Um, that'll be the after hours show, I think. Um, but still plenty of time to get your messages in. And uh, if you want to ring us as well, the number is going along the bottom of the show. We'd love to hear from you. So be like Gordon and ring up and get involved in the show. Uh, see, we've got about 15 minutes left. And you ringing us will help us fill that out nicely. And it'd be nice to hear from a new a new name uh, or an old name. Uh, anyone that hasn't been for a while, uh, please do get in contact. It's uh, what it's all about. Um, right. Um, as you did see earlier on, on the bottom of the screen, um, of course, uh, Mickey Gray has uh, left his uh, role as manager of JFC Ladies after a fantastic uh, debut season for the, for the team. Of course, going unbeaten in a... COVID ravaged hit fixtures and uh, still managed to get to a semi-final of a, a, comp a cup competition as well and obviously Mickey feels that he can't uh, stay in the role and he's moved on to pastures new and we just want to because he, he really um, embraced the podcast and got 
you know, into it. So we just want to wish him all the best and and thank him for everything that he did, um, you know, with the ladies team and, and the club in general. Um, I've got nothing but praise for Mickey Gray. What he done, built the. There was others involved, I would imagine as well, but built that team from scratch, done the trials, brought some very, very talented footballers into the gated ladies team and approved it by the win in the league. The beats got to the semi-final of the the cup, um, beating two sides from higher higher leagues. He gave them, some of them, that's as a really good chance and they took it. Helped build up their morale and the belief that they can play. And I've got nothing but praise. Bolden's gain is our loss, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, um, whoever comes in has got one hell of an act to follow. Definitely have. And uh, Sam Pons, but great job for Mickey Gray winning the league in his first season. Excellent. All the best in the future. And of course, we echo those sentiments. Um, as I say we were going to ask him to come on, but with you know, it, it might be still raw or whatever. You know, it's uh, there. You may not want to talk at the moment, but definitely down the line, we'll speak to Mickey and, uh, you know, say, say goodbye. Uh, you know, as Gator fans always Peace. do. Let's give him the best. And we've got another call here. Hello there. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. Hello there. Who's that? Mason Ford. Sorry, who? Oh, Mason Hello, Mason. Wait. All right. All right, hi. Ah, oh, fantastic! Thank you for calling. Uh, you're helping the show, but uh, see, seeing you at the games, um, you must be enjoying being back, like like everybody else. Yes, I am definitely. Just missed it. Yeah, it's been oh, what awful has it been not being able to go to a football match, Mason? I know. I managed to go get the one in bloody May. Yeah, right. <laughs> and you in Newcastle. I, th- I thought you would have been known at Wembley because I know what you're like for your football. I thought you would have been in amongst the England fans. I, I honestly thought you'd get there for them. Like, nah, I wouldn't. Uh, I seen yeah. it, well, the final were fifty-four grand, weren't they? Oof. Yeah, as I say. But um, I say, Mason got that he said, hey, man. Oh, yeah, no, it's, it's just that's just pocket change that. But uh, Mason, like us, we're, we're buzzing with all the, the players that's arrived and seeing mm-hmm. what's developing. But uh, who's been catching the eye or who's excited you so far in pre season? The two magic men up top, Sedman Scott and Adam Campbell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, that, that, that damn one as well, and that corner funny. Yeah, I say that there's a say no one's really not that anyone that would even if would say if someone had a stinker you would, you know you go someone hasn't really impressed but nobody's put a foot wrong really at the moment and um, everyone's out to impress. It's just been decent with all the lads all the lads have come in. Definitely, especially back at he's improved this improved in the preseason. Yeah, he looked sharp against Heaven, didn't he? He's uh, he, he's filled out as well. His movement off the ball was the, the biggest improvement I've seen in him from when I've seen him in the past in, in a gated shirt. Um, it's that's, just, that's the best I've seen seen him. Yeah, I think he's... he's Still going to take a penalty, though. Oh, <laughs> let's just point out some great saves from Mark Foden. Um, but no, you know, you've got, to, you've got to say the lads obviously worked hard, uh, you know, in, you know, in between the time of his loan at Blythe and coming back. 
and you can see the, the lad's hungry for it and it's got to put that in turn we spoke to Adam Campbell when he first came in and, and, and Kedwin that the competition is hotting up massively and with the arrival of Eddie Thomas sniffing around on the scene as well um, you know all these players that, that no one's guaranteed a starting lineup. Mm-hmm, definitely he played well last night I thought we would have got a penalty of him colliding with that Michael Hall with Johnson uh, when he was... crashed, crashed, crashed into the um, advertising board, board. Uh, I thought that was going to be a penalty that yeah he, he north thumped it we'll put it in the, the montage at the beginning he, uh, he north went into that board but uh, no he, I, I mean we, earlier on in the show mentioned I had seen him play last uh, last year and you know he looked looked good, but obviously in that game there was Nelson Ogbowie who was his pace was rapid, and I think his eye was caught by most people. But if you watching the game, you know Thomas, I think he scored in that game as well. Looked you know really good, and it, he's obviously developed since then. He looks a, a bit more broader, a bit stronger, and you've seen you know he's up against Burley Northern League defenders and Northern. Uh, not Northern League, sorry, Northern Premier League or Northern First Division, isn't it? I, I forget the names of the new divisions. Oh, God, no. Yeah. Evil Stick. Yeah, Evil Stick North. Um, yeah, but as I say, he, you know, he, he held his own, he pushed them about, he gave as good as he got and he got his rewards with a, a good finish from a cute angle when he got around the keeper. Yes. My new that Liam Collins is such a, it is a good keeper at that level. Me and Mickey were talking to him while well, taking the Mickey out of him before the game because he he was at Gateshead, God, nearly 20 years ago. He was um, getting uh, so at least 16, 16, 18 years ago he was with us. Um, and he was very unfortunate at the time. He was a youngster. He got into the side. Um, there wasn't much money around, so the, that team was a couple of ex-pros that had dropped down some faces from around the northeast non-league scene and a, and a few youngsters like George Weverly um and, and and Liam Connell were in the side and Liam Connell was he, he was getting his confidence he was doing well and then we signed Keith Finch became available and the manager at the time obviously felt that Keith Finch was the the um the better choice he wasn't a bad goalkeeper but in hindsight Liam Connell developed into a hell of a goalkeeper and what a career he's had Obviously, with he's got a hell of a beard as well. That's what we were telling him. He said he's got some lovely Sorry, growth. What did you see there? He is possibly one of the best keepers around, apart from Ed Gator. Because obviously, with him being part of the South Shield squad, winning the the, the, the four trophies, I think he's a hell of a keeper. He is a hell of a keeper. I totally agree, Mason. I say he's, he's won. He's won stuff wherever he's been. Um, you know, Dunstan as well. Um, so he was part of that uh, FA Vol squad as well, wasn't he? I think back in the day. Um, so he's, he's, you know, he's he's well well versed in the box. He knows he knows what he's doing, and he's he's you know he's he's air, his command of his area is fantastic. Both that uh, the their defense last night was possibly the best I've seen so far, along with Heaven mm-hmm. Heaven. Because with, the, because with the experience they've got and the likes of that Michael Hall there who took out that uh, poor lad and uh, that uh, Dan Halliday. Yeah. That, that's why they were around around in the top last uh, season but got, got cut short with um, COVID. Yeah, well, Chris Wales, yeah. he's, um, he's a good defender himself as we knew when we've seen flashes of it when he came to Gateshead in the later stage of his career. So he'll know how to set up a defence. 
And if anyone's watching from Dunstan, you know, it's always a pleasure to go down there as a Gateshead fan. It's uh, it's one of the pre-season staples. It's always nice to go down to Dunstan and, and have a, a nice evening there, regardless of whatever the result is. Yes. It certainly is. Um, Mason, thank you very much for your call. Uh, it's lovely to have you. Don't, don't be a stranger. Uh, and hopefully we can get an interview with you at a game as well sometime soon. So we'll uh, we'll speak to you again pleasure. soon. It's been um, a pleasure to be on, be on the night. It was really good. It's been really good. Ah, cheers. Thank you, Thank very, you very much, Mason. That means a lot, mate. It means a lot. Cheers. Okay, right. Take care, Mason. You yeah. take care, mate, and I'll see you at one of the matches soon. Cheers. cheers. Bye. There we go, lovely Mason Ford. Um, you may have noticed he was in one of our montages of the Heaven game. I sneakily caught him standing behind the goal. Uh, Mickey, I was surprised by the standard of football played in the ladies' game. Um, and I was also surprised that the ladies uh, never used bad language during the game. Not. I was going to say, Charlie, which game were you at? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, look, it's compared. That's a great bunch of lasses. Absolutely yeah. lovely bunch of lasses. So, uh, one second, I think my daughter's dying to get on. She's snuck up. Come on, come on. Oh, wait. You can show everyone your, your favorite toy. Turn like around. and subscribe. Oh, like and subscribe. What are you going to do? Like and subscribe and share the show. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Right, go on, go. Can I have a no, it's just my voice I can hear, Dafty. Go on, right. And Mickey's, you don't want to hear Mickey's, right? And uh, really, well, yeah. And um, <laughs> great. Oh, obviously, we never got a mention about um, two heroes playing last night as well in Craig Baxter and Phil Turnbull as well. Great additions to the Dunstan squad. I'm sure yeah. they will do some fantastic things down there at Dunstan. Uh, they can only bolster any team that they go to. Uh, well, we're going to wrap it up there. Uh, it's been a fantastic show. We hope you enjoyed it. This is what we want the show to be with more interviews and highlights and things like this. When there's actual football being played, we can fill the show out more with the content that hopefully you want to see. So we just want to see, I mean, the amount of messages and the, the viewing figures uh, right for the show have been absolutely Massive. amazing. And we Excellent. want you all, we we'll just want you all to share it and say that, like, you know, we get, I think, close to, I think, probably 180 views of each show each week, maybe 200. But we know there's another 600 that sit in the stands and maybe a few more hundred that are, you know, part-time fans and out and about. We want to reach them. So the friends that you know that are Gated fans or ask you about Gated, send them a link and let them get involved. And they won't have to ask you the questions of who's Gated playing this weekend or who's the key player. <laughs> when they say us to the legged... <laughs> Oh, yeah, I know. But that, that, you know, but that's what we want to do. We want to get it, you know, out there into it. And we'll give the last message of the show to uh, Sam Pelton, not just because it's a fantastic message, praise in the show. And also as well, we got that. Thank you, Sam, for that. We got a lovely bit of praise from uh, Kedwin Scott's dad as well. So that was nice. And uh, yeah. he still wouldn't come on. But on that note, share. He had a fine UK subs t-shirt. He did. He's got he's got a bit of fashion style and good taste in music. On that note, that Kedwin Scott's dad is um, a fashionista. Um, we will leave you on that, and uh, we'll see you next week. It'll probably be about a Thursday next week. Hopefully, we'll have a bit of footage from the whole game and some interviews and all your thoughts and views, and hopefully your phone calls as well. So we'll see you next time. Bye. See you later. Thank you, lot.